This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What's going on, Raider Nation? Shout out to the chat here on YouTube and shout out to everyone tuning in for the post-produced podcast. This is episode 98 uh, being brought to you by Blue Wire, TheraOneCBD, DealDash.com, and NFL Sunday Ticket. Uh, Make sure you guys are listening on your favorite podcast platform after this show, after this live show, uh, to catch all these special offers for you guys. Um, If you're not watching this live and not getting involved in the chat, I'm not sure what else to tell you. Uh, We're going to be on Twitch next week. We're on YouTube now. We're uh, Periscope. Twitter, Facebook, we're all over the place. And shout out to the chat. People have been in here for a couple hours, already talking it up. Uh, what's up, Diego? Diego and Diego. We got both Diegos in here every single week. Uh, DMAG, Roy, Jake, uh, 509 Raider got the moderators in here. Um, and I will say, pre-warning, I've heard of power outages in my area tonight, all the way up until 10 o'clock. So let's hope that we are not a part of the power outage tonight, but nothing's going to stop this freight train right now, because I will tell you tonight, I am fired up to talk about training camp. Like for real, like we, you know, we've been getting into this. We've been waiting last week. We kind of had a primer vets are getting in the building, but now we finished off, you know, these last couple days with teams going full speed. We had helmets on, uh, these guys are, you know, starting to actually play some football here. So in order for me to cover this correctly and you know to the to the maximum for you for the viewers for the listeners i can't do this by myself sitting here i want to bring in an insider perspective and i'm not going to mess around we're talking training camp we're talking we're getting down to business we're talking about the las vegas raiders coming back baby 
winning some football games. And uh, there's one guy here that I know can get us fired up, and we're going to switch on over to him. And that's my guy, Hondo Carpenter, coming in live with the Stage Door Casino Hotline. Hondo, what is going on? Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. It's always a joy to get the chance to talk Raider football. And I just want to say to all of the fans who uh, go to our website and click it, follow on Twitter, read everything that we write. Uh, Without you, I don't have a job. I'm not entitled to this job. I work for the people that read. And I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you. You're my bosses, and uh, I appreciate all that you guys allow me to do. Good stuff, Hondo. I'm telling you, um, this is something unique for you, something new, coming to Las Vegas to cover a football team. Um, I want to know. We, I want to talk about the team here in just a second. But first, I want to get your opinion. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks you've been there, you've been in Henderson. Tell us about that beautiful, beautiful facility and about our front office a little bit. Well, Covering football isn't unique for me, and covering NFL isn't unique. That's what I've done as a, as a journalist, but covering the Raiders is. Uh, I will tell you this. I've been to many of the facilities in the NFL. It is by far the best. It's absolutely stunning. It's exactly what you would expect from Al Davis, it, and, and I understand he's not here, but Mark's his seed. Um, it is stunning. It is perfect. It is pristine. They spared not any expense not a dime if they needed it it's in there if they may need it it's in there it's something that the raiders deserve and i want to say this i appreciate the city of oakland i love the city of oakland i know that oakland gets a bad rap but the raiders aren't in oakland tonight not because of the fans they're not in there because of the government and you know what vegas stepped up they knew how valuable the raiders were And I'm going to say this, for a long time, whether it was Los Angeles or Oakland, they treated the Raiders, which is the premier franchise in all of professional sports. And, you know, the the Raiders changed professional sports. And they treated them like the hot girl who's, you know, all of a sudden she gets the, the husband who treats her like trash, and everyone's like, what is he thinking? She's out of his league and he treats her like trash, and all of a sudden, when he's like, yeah, you couldn't do better than me, and all of a sudden, the one guy comes in and said, oh, yeah, you can, baby, and she gone. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Everybody who treated the Raiders like crap sees exactly how they should have been treated. Las Vegas came in, said, you are our number one pick. You're the NFL team we want. You're the bell of the ball. You're the premier first-rate professional uh, sports organization we're going to treat you like it and they're here and they'll never go anywhere else i love it i love it coming this is like i said for everyone in the chat everyone viewing everyone listening to the podcast afterwards this is an insider's perspective so if you're in the live chat uh feel free if you want to drop utilize that super chat and i will be sure to fire something off here for our guy hondo he is ready he is he is locked and loaded um he's fired up on some raiders football um and i will say right now i have a little bit of an advantage with this conversation and this topic uh because i just woke up this morning to a fantastic article on sports illustrated the raider rave right uh, the raven so we're going to be um I guess previewing that a little bit now, but there's a link in the description. Make sure if you're watching this, go down in that in the description. There's a link, um, Hondo's Hondo's latest article talking about training camp, and there's a lot more details in there for you guys to check it out. But Hondo, I got some topics for you. First one I want to know: 
I want to know about Derek Carr. He's been a hot topic lately. Um, I want to know a little bit. What's his What's his talent been like out there on the practice field? Maybe some of the connections with some of his young guys. Well, let me say this first of all, and I understand because if you're, not, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't explain medical things, and I'm not a lawyer, I can't explain legal things. But I am a journalist, and I don't expect fans to understand media things. So I want to explain to fans something. You know, there are some media, and and sadly, it's many, not all, but many, that operate with a mentality of clickbait. As long as you mm. click that website so they get unique views, they're thrilled, and they'll write whatever they have to write. I told this story once. I remember being in a press box once, and a very famous journalist that I would say that 99% of your uh, viewers or watchers would know who he was, literally made a joke in a press box saying, what is the most outrageous thing I can write tomorrow that these people will click and bite on? And I literally wanted to vomit. And I went to him and said, you know what? That's a disgrace. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel it, don't write it. And I'm going to say this. I, I have had the privilege uh, several times in my life of meeting Stephen A. Smith. I like him a lot. I think he's a good guy. I think some of his takes are outlandish, but I'm going to tell you why I like Stephen A. Smith, because whether or not you agree with him, he's telling you what he thinks. He puts his name next to what he believes. And I've been and had conversations with him privately where he could have said what that guy said in the press box and he was defending what he believed. That's integrity. That's integrity. I don't care if I agree with everybody. But have integrity. And so what happens is because the Raider Nation is so mammoth, people know they can throw an article up and it's going to get a ton of clicks. And the more, you know, if it causes controversy, it's going to get more clicks. So here was the, the, the rap on Derek Carr. And everybody's seen it. He doesn't have arm strength. He makes poor decisions. He's got to do better with his feet. So let the, would you agree with me, Cody? Those are the three biggest criticisms of Derek. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, I'd agree, yeah. Okay, so I want to address all three. Okay, number one, the guy had less than double-digit interceptions last year on a team where I thought, and this will be too old for you, but some of your older listeners are going to get it, Radar O'Reilly was going to have to play because it looked like a mash unit. Go back and Google it later, Cody. You'll thank me for it. Okay, Because there's, there's linemen injured, offensive players injured, I mean, receivers injured. They, they signed the best wide receiver in the league, and he totally blows up. So that's not Derek Carr's fault. And so when I reached out to management at other NFL teams, some of them who beat the Raiders last year, and they're like, I, I don't get this criticism of this guy. I mean, did they not look? We loaded the box so Josh Jacobs couldn't beat us. And if it was a pass, we were going to have pressure all over Derek Carr so he, he, he couldn't get the ball away. And so they're saying, oh, he made some bad throws. Well, I'm going to address both of those two quick things. In the John Gruden system, he wants you to sit in the pocket till the last second. And then you throw to a spot. So if he throws to a spot and the person's not there, mm-hmm. that's not on Derek Carr. But Derek Carr isn't going to go into the locker room, excuse me, into the press conference room and say, XYZ is a loser, he's slow, he shouldn't be on this team, but our top guys are all injured. Derek Carr's got too much character. 
So Derek Carr walks in and says, man, I wish I could have that one back. Yeah, that one was on me. But anyone who knows football, which is not pundits shipping, I mean, sipping mimosas in the morning and, and, and pontificating at night, anyone who knows football knows, well, that's the Gruden system. That one's not on him. But when you look at under double-digit turnover, I'm talking about interceptions, that is phenomenal. That's not mm-hmm. good. That's phenomenal. I talked to three upper management people at three different teams who all said, hey, we would all love to have a quarterback who has less than double-digit interceptions, especially on a beat-up team like Derek has. Okay? So, number one, that addresses your comment about Derek Carr's turnovers. Second, his feet. Okay? You're right. He didn't run a lot last year. That's not what he does. Now, does he need to create more? Yes, when it's broken down. But it's hard when you've got 350-pound offensive linemen breathing down your neck to be able to take off when your coach is saying, stay in the pocket till the last second. Okay? So let's give him credit where credit's due. He's trying to do, and his guy is taking abuse. Go back. If you have a DVR, Look at the old Raider games. Watch how many times he threw the ball away at the last second and got pummeled. Pummeled. But nobody wants to talk about that because that doesn't show up in the stats. They say, well, Al Davis said, just win, baby. You're darn right he did. And Al Davis knew that he's got to have a much deeper roster than Derek Carr had to do it. Next, let's talk about arm strength, which is so stupid. Anyone complaining about Derek Carr's arm strength, you clearly don't know the game of football. You don't know it. And I don't want to hear from you, and, you know, with your, with your mysterious keyboard, you know, strength. I'm just telling you the truth and let me explain. So he's under pressure. He has no time from a beat-up offensive line. You can't throw a deep ball if you don't have time to wait for it to develop. You say, oh, he should be able to throw it in 2.3 seconds. Okay, great. But you have guys who shouldn't probably even be in the NFL or be a third-string wide receiver. Their name isn't Henry Ruggs. They're not going to be in the open field in two seconds down the field 50 yards. So I'm standing at practice watching him throw at practice the other day, and he throws a 56-yard strike. Folks, I don't mean to be rude, but weak-armed guys aren't throwing 56 yards. And who is that to? It's not. No, I'm going to tell this whole story. Okay. So blazing down the field is Henry Ruggs. Now, Henry Ruggs is literally being accosted. And no offense to the defensive back, he got whooped. And a lot of people are going to get whooped because he's got speed. You can't teach speed. And so the the defender has his right arm, his left arm wrapped around Ruggs' left arm. I mean, he completely had it wrapped. And he had his right arm around his chest under his armpit, bringing him down. And on a 56-yard strike, there's about an 18-inch window that Carr had to throw into. Ruggs goes up with one hand and makes a catch as beautiful as Carr's throw. So you may say, I mean, listen, if you don't like Derek Carr, that's fine. 
You don't mm-hmm. know them, but you, if you don't like them, that's fine. That doesn't make you a bad person. But if you don't like them, then say, I don't like them. But when you say that you don't, he doesn't have the arm strength, you literally sound stupid because you don't know what you're talking about. And you know what? If you can't throw a 50-yard, 56-yard strike, if you don't have a receiver that can get there, and you can't throw a 56-yard strike if you have an offensive line that doesn't give you the time to get the ball there. I mean, there are other people involved in this. Derek Carr can't block, throw, and then run down the field and catch it. I'm sorry. You know, all people will say to me, you're a car apologist. Folks, I don't have a dog in this fight. I've been a, a journalist for many years. I've covered Big Ten football. I've covered NFL football. I mean, I have several friends that played for the Raiders. But I, I don't come into this. You know, my son wasn't born wearing, you know, come home from the hospital with a Raider towel. I'm just telling you the truth. You know, my job is to tell the truth. If Derek Carr makes a terrible pass or throws a bad interception, I will write that. But the criticism that you're seeing, and I'm not mad at fans. I want you to hear this, Cody, because this isn't getting enough attention. Okay. I don't blame fans who are loyal, and they're called fans because they're fanatics. Mm-hmm. I don't mind those people for one reason, because they see experts and they think this is what the experts believe. So they believe it because they're fanatic about their team, but they're being misled. They're being clickbaited, and then they're believing something that isn't accurate. And that's sad. And that's wrong. It's fundamentally wrong. And I'm going to say this to Raider fans. Do the Raiders need to be better this year than last year? Absolutely. They're deeper. They've got more. They're healthy. There are players that are not going to make this roster who are really good NFL players that are going to go play on other teams. And I want you to hear that because that's how you win championships. But I want to make something really super clear to you. They've got to be better than last year, and they should be. They should be. And if they're not, I'll write that because that's truth. But I'm not going to write stuff. I had someone say to me, you know, if you'll be critical of Carr, I know you're trying to make a name for yourself in this market. If you're more critical of Carr, people will click. I looked at him and said, and then I got to live with myself writing something I don't believe. Sorry, I won't do it. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to put my name on something I don't believe, but I'm man enough to put my name on something that I think is true. And at the end of the day, I understand fans. They care. They matter. They buy the gear. They get the ticket. They're out there getting the tattoos. They're painting their cars. You guys are awesome. I'm mad at the people who aren't buying that stuff but get paid to talk and are playing off that emotion. That's wrong. That's wrong. And I take a real serious issue with that and i i I think in my opinion it's journalistic malfeasance it's journalistic malpractice i'm not going to tell your fans that you're going to love everything hondo carpenter writes at sports illustrated you're not going to go to raider maven probably in like every single thing i write but you're going to always know i'm telling you the truth and i think people respect that cody i think it's what made al davis great is he told the truth whether you liked it or not and that's how I try to run my life. It's try how I try to operate it. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you a truth bomb. Get ready. I'm your hope dealer. 
if you're a Raider fan, come get you some of this. Because this is a better football team. I don't believe they're a Super Bowl team, but they are a playoff team. And this is a team that they're building for a future. They're not willing to sell the farm for this year. They're building methodically. They're, they're, they're absolutely building intelligently. They're not giving deals to guys they don't need to give deals to. They know what they've got coming up. They're building for the long haul. If you're a Raider fan and you're not excited right now, if your silver and blood isn't boiling to the point that you've got patched pirates showing up like measles on your face, then you're really probably a Kansas City Chief fan who's got a girlfriend or a wife that's a Raider fan and you don't want to tick her off. <laughs> Hondo Carpenter coming here just spitting fire. I'm with you every step of the way here, Hondo, and you got me so amped. I'm like red in the face right now. Like I cannot be contained in this little 10 by 10 studio. I'm just like so fired up. And, and I love it. That, that was just one topic and that was just one thing. You know, that, and that's the whole goal, I think, of 2020. And I think Raider Nation would agree that, you know, we're here to silence the critics. This is statement season. This is, this is the time where we have all the tools. You know, we have this little hiccup in the year 2020 because 2020 likes to, you know, ruin everything. But when it comes to, you know, the team, the product on the football field. Well, well, let, hang on a second. let me be the death angel <laughs> to the NFL. Okay. Because the NFL, you got, listen, I'm from Michigan. Nobody hates Detroit. Detroit isn't even on the radar. Detroit is the team that when you see them on your schedule, you circle it as a win. Okay? Nobody hates Detroit. But one thing that the Raiders have is the other 31 teams hate you. They don't dislike you. They don't think, oh, geez. They hate you. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. You want to be that guy. You know why they hate people like that? Because you win. Now, has it been a while? It has, and that's truthful. But they hate what it stands for. Mark Davis comes in and says, man, I love my dad. What a legacy. We're going back to that. And Mark Davis has done a masterful job. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to be the death angel here. Like it or not, NFL, the Raiders have built intelligently. They've taken no shortcuts. In 2020, and I wrote this early in the year, Cody, and you tell your fans if I'm lying, I went back and equated last year's record to the year before the Cowboys went on their playoff run and then went into the Super Bowl, the exact same record. I previewed all of it. It is, it is eerily similar. I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying it to get clicks. I'm saying it because I believe it. To the rest of the NFL, the Raiders are back. Deal with it. Yeah. Let's go, Hondo. We're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire, and when we return, we're going to keep getting amped up, man. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worsland. TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary TheraGun, percussive therapy device, when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He created TheraOne. 
to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic, but still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers can be potentially toxic. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, and body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to draft into a deep night's sleep. And now, through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it all back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire. That's T-H-E-R-A-G-U-N dot com slash blue wire but only until labor day go right now to theragun.com slash blue wire sunday sunday sundays are coming back in the nfl with nfl sunday ticket.tv you can stream every live out of market nfl game every sunday afternoon on your favorite devices plus red zone and direct tv fantasy zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players no matter where you live nfl sunday ticket.tv is your key to the most glorious sundays ever use the promo code blue wire at checkout to get 15 percent off your subscription visit nfl sunday ticket.tv and use promo code blue wire Hondo, Hondo, you got a new nickname. Someone in the chat here, you are now Hondo Deadeye Carpenter. You got everybody, you got everybody in your sights right now, and you're taking them down. Hondo, I gotta know. One of the, one of the topics you wanted to hit on whenever it came to Derek, and this is something that we're we're the most fired up about, I think, this offseason, was the weapons that were added. You talked about him not taking enough risks or not taking enough chances. You talked about him escaping the pocket, taking those shots. Yes, he is. Yes, he's not afraid of taking those hits. Yes, he's not afraid of pressure. That's something he definitely improved in for 2019 that people won't realize. But if you go back and watch my video on Derek Carr from like six months ago, you'll see the numbers, the passer rating, the, the chances. His, his, effic- his efficiency went up significantly in pressure during you know, 2019. Derek Carr said it best the other day, and he gets ripped in the media for it when he says, hey, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you know what? And and if you listen, if, this is the thing I that about today's modern journalism that makes me literally want to violently vomit. Is that you can take what Derek Carr said out of context, but if you watched it in context, what he literally said is he's he's tired of it. Yeah, and you know what? He had better stats last year than just a couple years ago when everyone was praising him. But because the team around him wasn't better, they had a worse record. And guess what? The quarterback, right or wrong, is always going to get more crap or more praise than he deserves. So yeah. that's fine. But what you saw with Derek, Derek Carr, he wasn't being rude to the fans. He said, hey, I'm tired of being disrespected. Yeah. And how do you fix it? Just win, baby. He yeah. embraced the Raider way. Yeah. But when the media takes it out of context, and then, oh, they make sound like he was whining. There was no whining. Uh, folks, I was on the, the, the press conference. There was no whining. It was, hey, I'm tired of it. How are we going to do? We're going to go get one trophy. 
two trophies, three trophies, until they mm. get rid of me. There was not one bit of one. And here's the point. I'm not a Derek Carr apologist. I don't know Derek. It's not like he's my friend. I, I like him. I respect him as a man. I'm a man of faith. I love that he's a man of faith. But at the end of the day, just win, baby, is the motto of the Raiders. And I would say this to the national media, just tell the truth. Agreed. If the team stinks, you're right, they stink. But when when you look at just a record, just a record, and you don't look at why, and I'm going to tell you something. I have, a, I have a buddy right now whose wife is literally dying with cancer. Oh, and it, it's brutally sad. And she's struggling, we're struggling right now emotionally with dealing with feeling like, you know, she's, she's worthless to her husband. And he's like, baby, I love you. I made vows to you. I made vows to you. And you gave me beautiful children. You're a wonderful wife, and I'm here for you. You know why? Because it doesn't I mean she's. There's a reason why she may not be the woman she was, and it's cancer. But if you just came around and wrote a story about, oh, she's a lazy wife, or she's not a good mom. You know what? That's pretty crappy because you didn't do your job. Find out why things happen. You know what? I'm paid to know this team. I'm paid to understand why stuff happens. I'm paid to tell the truth if somebody screws up. And I will, because that's my job. Yeah. But come on, have integrity. I love it. Hondo, Carpenter, you are bringing some heat. We're just now getting warmed up. Raider Nation in the chat. If you have any more topics, throw them in there. But I got some stuff for you, Hondo. And I want to know, with the, with the weapons that were added, you talked about a 56-yard dime to Henry Ruggs. I also want to know. I want to know about their connection. I want to know about Brian Edwards coming in. I want to know about Lynn Bowden. What do you think about the weapons that are surrounding number four right now on this offense? Well, let me just say this. If you enjoyed my first black hole, coming early next week is black hole 2.0. Okay. And hold on to your seat and get your popcorn. Because if you thought that was a pick-me-up, 2.0 is going to be Viagra for your football soul. Because I got a lot to talk about on that, and I'm going to talk about it in Black Hole 2. But let me just say this to you. Um, I think one of the things that the Raiders did brilliantly, and I wrote about it in my Black Hole article um, last night, was Nelson Aguilar comes in. He's a great pro. He's a seasoned pro. And he's out there working with young guys. Marcus Mariota, what a pro. You know, he's back there working on his footwork while Derek's running with the first team. He's running the drill 10 yards back but working on his footwork. When other guys are standing around waiting for the coaches, these these veterans are working. Jason Witten, ever. I mean, Jason Witten, I'm going to make this prediction right now. If he isn't coaching next year somewhere, he's going to still be playing. But he is going to be a coach, and he's going to be a great one. And I would love to see that guy in silver and black. And you can see him out on the field. And these guys, let me tell you what makes Darren Waller great. I wrote about it in my article about Cleveland Farrell. I'm watching Cleveland Farrell get, get coached up hard now, and he's loving it. Rather than taking a breather when a guy, you know, needed a blow or had to get something looked at, he's jumping and taking extra reps. That's what makes guys go from good to great. And Darren Waller, 
I mean, standing by by Witten, wanting to hear what Witten's got to say, taking teaching, taking coaching. You see it all over this field. This is a team, folks. They're in a, out there, and I mean, I'm from Michigan, so and I'm a big guy, you know, and I'm out there, and people will think that they're sausage and gravy because I'm sweating, and they can smell the sausage. <laughs> and these guys are out there playing football in 115, 110 degree heat, and they're out there jumping around, they're dancing, they're working with each other. You didn't see any any bad attitudes. There was no me, me, me. It was we, we, we. This is what, the, I mean, I had a great talk. If you missed it, go back and listen to my podcast. I, I talked with the great Jim Otto on what it means to be a Raider. If he doesn't get you fired up and get you, I mean, your wood's wet. Because that guy got the fire going. He brought a flamethrower. And Jim Otto talked about what it meant to be a Raider and a team. You could see that the other day at practice. These guys are working together, offensive players, defensive players. It was fighting. Now, they were they were fighting, and I don't mean fist fighting, but they were going at it, working hard, but it was a team. It was great. And I mean, again, that Henry Ruggs play I told you about, the whole team cheered like a bunch of kids. And let me say this, and I know that we're here in the desert where you guys don't know what snow is, but when I was a boy growing up in Michigan, we would play football in the ice and the snow until your hands get so cold you couldn't feel them. And you just played because you love it. And you remember when the street lights came on, it was time to go home, and everybody just almost wanted to cry. I just had my reunion from my, my, my high school graduation recently, and, and uh, it's you know, 30 years. And you know what, what we talked about? It wasn't our dates at prom. It was playing football at 13 in the snow about playing because you love the game. When I was standing there on the field, the thing that stood out to me, whether it was coaches or players, these weren't a bunch of spoiled brats. These were guys playing like a bunch of 13-year-olds who loved the game. And that's the difference. There are a lot of people around the NFL taking paychecks. But then there are the guys who would play for free. And I'm going to tell you this. Draymond Green for the Golden State Warriors. I've known Draymond since he was a young kid in school. Him and his mom, precious people. You know what I hate about Draymond's critics? And I've known him a long time. I love Day Day. And, um, but one thing I love about him is you may say, well, you know, he goes over the top. He cares. He loves the game. If they said to Day Day, Day Day, listen, because of COVID, you're not going to get a paycheck, he'd be like, all right, when do we play? He loves the game. I salute him willing to go at KD and saying, if you're not going to give us your all, don't. Okay, I love guys like that. Kenny Stabler was like that. I love guys like Lyle Alzado, Howie Long, Matt Millen, Matt freaking Millen. You know, I love the guys like Jeff Barnes. I mean, these guys who are Raider greats, and I'm going to tell you something. As I watched practice, I literally chuckled and thought, if Al Davis were here, he'd be floating three foot off the ground. And I had the privilege of meeting Al once, just once. But it was a great privilege. It was a great honor. He's an American icon. And it was a great – and you saw guys playing because they love it. They love it. They don't like it. They love it. And you know what? That's what makes championship teams. They love 
the game of football. You may hate Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's got more money than probably all of you put together in a wife that probably most of you would love to have. He doesn't have to still be playing. So love him or hate him, and I've met him, and, 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 I, and I, have, you know, uh, I know lots of people who are close to him. Tom Brady plays football because he loves the game. If you can't respect that, then I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, I want guys that love it. I don't want guys that are worried about what if I get injured and so I can't get a new contract next year. I saw guys who shouldn't have, and they were corrected by their coaches, you know, diving for balls because they care, because it matters to them, because this team can smell it. You know, I don't know what it's like here because I've, I've lived here for just over two months and it's only rained once and it was in the middle of the night. But in Michigan, where I'm from, you can smell it when it's about to rain. Nobody believes that, but I'm telling you the God's honest truth. You can smell it when the rain's coming. And I'm going to tell you, I've been around the game of football a long time. Go read Jimmy Johnson's autobiography when he talked about stepping on the field at the Super Bowl and he said, I knew we were going to win. I'm going to tell you something, and hear me. This was a Raider team at practice that were like a bunch of 13-year-old kids playing because they loved it, and that excitement is because they know they're good. They know it. They can sense it. There's a sense of optimism, and it's not a fantasy optimism. It's the fact they know they're good. And I want to say something. Because I've had some people say I don't like Marcus Mariota, and that's the dumbest thing. He is a wonderful human being, and I think he's a really good football player. You can't win in the NFL, usually, without two really good quarterbacks. And I want you to know, for everyone saying, oh, Derek's nervous. Derek's not nervous. Derek loves Marcus, and they get along great. You should see them talking in between plays. It's not like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. These guys are working together. They're talking about it. Those two are Raiders. They're Raiders. It's not a quarterback controversy. They're Raiders. And you want to have Marcus Mariota. And, and Derek Carr was excited to have him. In fact, we have an article coming tomorrow about Derek being excited that Marcus is here. Why? Because Derek Carr was raised by good, wholesome American values. It says, you're loyal to the organization that signs your paycheck whether it's a casino here in Vegas, whether it's the Raiders, or whether you're a utility man in, in California, you're loyal to the company that signs your paycheck. And those guys are team players. They get it. They understand it. They're both great guys. Competition makes people better. Now, there isn't a quarterback controversy, and that's just the reality. It's not. But I'm telling you, it's good to have two good guys here. And when you look at this roster and you look at veterans, who are on this roster, making guys better. Offense, defense on both sides. John Gruden went out with Mike Mayock, and they got proven senior pros. Guys, I mean, because let me just say this. Jason Witten is not going to get you any yards after a catch. But Jason Witten is not expected to come in here and be a starter. He's going to come in here and get a great five-yard check-down throw, going to get tackled he's not going to make mistakes he's not going to drop the ball he's a great solid part of your football team and he's also the guy that if somebody needs it it's going to put a boot up their tail and say get your crap together and that young player is going to listen to him because they know he's a future hall of famer you want that you need that 
And I don't mean to sound like Jack Nicholson and a few good men when he looks at Tom Cruise and says, but deep down inside of you, your cocktail parties and places that you don't want to admit, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You want those veterans on your team. And guess what, Silver and Black? They're here. So why other teams are going to overpay for guys who will sell jerseys, they're not overpaying for anybody and bringing guys in they are going to win football games. And that's what being a Raiders about. I freaking love it. Hondo Carpenter coming with some juice. But here's the thing. I mean, you're just rolling. There's nothing that I can even say right now that's going to be able to even add on to, to, to the sauce that you're dishing out here. Well, you know, Hondo- let me just say this. Bro. Let me just say this. <laughs> because, Cody, this is important to me. Okay. I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate to cover the Raiders. Yeah, we, I we can sense it. I moved 2,000 miles. I moved 2,000 miles. And this was the only place I would have went to. So I care. It matters to me because if I'm going to do it, I'm all in. I love being a dad. If you follow me on Twitter, you're going to see my fatherhood rocks tweets because my children are a precious gift from God. I'm passionate about my faith. It's important to me. I'm not ashamed of it. The Lord wasn't ashamed of me, and I'm not ashamed of him. But I just want to say this. you know. For, so for people say to me, why are you so riled up about it? Because I care. Because if I'm going to invest my life, if I'm going to move 2,000 miles away from our entire family, I'm going to do it because I care. And I want to provide the best coverage for this team. I'm going to tell the truth. If someone said, well, you sound like a fan. I'm not. I'm just passionate. I get this passionate if I'm watching two people play checkers because I care. It's the <laughs> way I live my life. I'm all in. Let me tell you, I just left a restaurant where I was all in attacking a 30-ounce prime rib. I'm all in, Cody. It's the only way I know how to live, baby. (laughs) Uh, Hey, there's no better fan base that you can be covering right now or talking to. The the passion matches, Honda. What you're bringing here, this energy. I get it. It's your first year covering the team, but like you said, you bring that passion to everything you do. Well, guess what? You're sitting in front of an audience, a fan base, that has no more passion for their team. I mean, that's it. We're we're tapped out. We want this. I mean, guys, right now, I'm I'm reading the comments in the chat. They're wanting me to turn the camera off and go take a break and let Hondo Carpenter, Hondo Deadeye Carpenter sit here and just dish it out because you are just rolling with it. They're asking for your at. It, it's at Hondo Carpenter on Twitter. I got a link in the description here to an article at that we're talking H-O-N-D-O, about. At yep. H-O-N-D-O Carpenter Traditional Spelling. Exactly. I got it right here on the screen. Just throw an ad right in front of it. Delete that space. You're good to go. Raider Nation, this is the guy. This is. It, it's interesting. Before we started recording here, I, I told Hondo, I'm like, look, you got a unique perspective. He's like, what do you mean you got? I, I got a unique perspective. And I said, Hondo, this isn't something that we usually get, this passion. Normally it's, you know, there's 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 dry reporting. Shout out to Raider Nation Radio for coming out because normally we don't even get stuff over the airwaves that can satisfy our needs. Uh, now, I mean, we're going into Vegas and for whatever reason, I mean, hey, cool. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to ask any questions. We're getting good coverage. We're getting satisfying radio. Um, we're getting things that we've deserved for a long time as a very passionate and probably the best fans in the world. So, Hondo. I want to wrap. I want you to wrap this thing up, because like I said, you're coming with some juice. But I'm going to squeeze out whatever bit of juice you got left here, and I want to know why this fan base, why Raider Nation, should be fired up for 2020. Several reasons. I mentioned one earlier. There's talent everywhere on this roster. Now I'm not going to lie. They're not a Super Bowl team, 
The great Tom Izzo is a good friend of mine, as you know, the great Michigan State basketball coach, said that one of the hardest parts about young players is they have to learn to win. That's why you bring in a Witten and an Algoar and you bring in all of these great veterans that they brought in. Guys have to learn how to win. Okay, so they're not there yet. And I'm not trying to pretend that they are, that they're a Super Bowl team there. But they're close. And the next step is getting in the playoffs. And so that's the first step. You should be excited at the discipline the management and leadership of the Raiders has shown. The Raiders in the past, I believe, made some mistakes with free agents and some draft picks because they were sexy, but it was all sizzle and Look, I think I lost him. And you're back. What did you say? Sorry about that. So in the past, they've made some decisions that were all sizzle, but not a lot of steak. They fixed it, and they're disciplined. You know this, great organizations, whether it's football teams, whether it's churches, whether it's businesses, whether it's families, Everything rises and falls with leadership. And so the, the most impressive thing has been the leadership of the Raiders, number one. And that starts at the very top. But then you go into those guys leading this team, the veterans that they brought in. There is a ton of great, talented players. And, folks, in the NFL, you saw last year, you don't win without talent and lots of it. Because guys get injured. This is a violent sport. I'm sorry to all you people who hate football, who want to destroy football. Baseball, with all due respect to one of the greatest leaders, Howie Long, who said it best. Baseball is America's pastime. Football is America's passion. This game is violent. That's the way this game is played. It is played by grown men doing things to each other that anywhere else other on that sacred field they would go to prison for. This is a game that's not for the weak. This is a game of the ultimate capitalist venture of, you know, buyer beware, carpe diem. You know, may the best team win it all. That's what I love about sports. At the end of the day, just win, baby. It's just who wins. And you know what? You can't win without great players, great leadership, and you can't win without a lot of them, and they've got them, number one. Number two, they're hungry. These guys are hungry. And you, you cannot mistake what hunger means. I remember watching when Michael Jordan finally got over the top and beat the Detroit Pistons. Every time the Pistons beat them, they got sassy because they were the Raiders of the NBA, and God bless those Pistons, the bad boys. I love them. I cut my teeth on those teams. I love them. Friends with several guys from that era. But Jordan was hungry. And what made Jordan awesome is Jordan never lost his hunger. This team is hunger. For, for, hungry. For you older people, Cody, we, we exclude you from this. I'm sorry. You, I need to educate you. Go rent a, a video or do your Netflix and get it or however you kids get your movies these days. Go watch Rocky. Go watch Rocky Three with Clubber Lang. Eye of the Tiger. They've got it. If that doesn't get you excited, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Go root for the Chiefs. You can have your nice little earmuffs. And I love the Chiefs. Great team. Well put together. But I'm just saying, if you're a Raider, put on the shoulder pad with the 
spikes. Paint your face silver and black. Get another tattoo. Give your kid a towel that says Raider Nation. Buy your wife a shirt. Get your merchandise, and I don't get a dime for it, and wear it with pride. Let everyone know we're back. Fire me up. Inject that in my veins, Hondo. I love it. I love the energy. The chat's going to agree. We're, we're going to make this happen way more often. Hondo, I want to talk to you as much as possible. Your coverage, your energy, it's perfect. It, it, it's exactly what the fan base needs, um, and I'm going to utilize that as much as I possibly can. Buddy, it was great talking to you. I know we're going to do this th- this often, um, but I, I definitely look forward to the next time already, man. And please, 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 please play close attention. Black Hole 2.0 coming next week. If you like this one, you're going to love that one. Plenty of more information. Coming soon. Hondo, thanks for joining us. Um, I don't even know how I'm going to keep this this same energy rolling, but I'm going to do my best, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Man, now what? Now what are we supposed to do here? You got me all fired up, man. I just want to be like, Raiders, come on, man. I'm way too fired up right now. You got me sitting here antsy. And I, hey, man, this is what he does. This is what Hondo does. This is what he gets paid to do, right? He, he, get, he gets you fired up, obviously. That's his, that's his niche. Um, but sitting here containing me in this little seat where I'm supposed to stay quiet so you could hear him, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I'm like, I'm way too amped. And to be, was it 30 days away from Raiders football or something like that? We're like a month away. Way too amped. This needs to hurry up and hurry up and get here, man. I hope you guys, I hope you guys are chanting that with me too while you uh, get that going. Uh, oh, need a Manscaped commercial. Hey, oh, you know what? While we're here, while we're here, because we're going to take a break, we're going to transition into a little q and I want to talk about some things from training camp as well, just things that I'm seeing. While we're here, hey, Manscaped, 20% off. Use promo code right down, right down there at the bottom. 20% off. Promo code Raider Cody, manscaped.com. Get yourself something. Get yourself a little spritzer, right? Get a little little deodorant for down there. Women will love it. Well, while we're speaking of things like that, I had, a, I had a proud husband moment today. Very proud husband moment. And it's not very often I come on here and I talk about my wife because it's a Raider show. But <laughs> Diego says he feels like trucking Trent Brown. Well, that's got to be pretty hyped up because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a lot for me to want to do that. Now, my wife, you know, she works on, um, on Saturday, every Saturday, uh, works in a little hut, a, um, family owned business. Um, and they have like little, it's like a drive-through, right? Drive-through window. Chargers fan pulls up to the drive-through window and she's there and she's just decked out. And that's what I love about her. Cause she, she didn't convert to a Raider fan until she married me. So she's wearing her, she has a Raider tank top on. She might have a Raider hat. I forget what she was wearing at that time. Um, she had, you know, their, their mask on, had a Raider mask and um had the shield and everything said raider nation on one side had the shield on the other and a chargers fan comes pulling up and she was just kind of like they're kind of just like joking with her and she just said like oh like sorry you know we don't serve chargers fans here you know just joking around whatever so he goes on to you know basically like i'll try and make small talk uh because obviously he probably doesn't stand a chance against a raiders fan it's like hey you know you see a a a a girl Raider fan or a girl football fan, men, sometimes you think you, you got a, you got an advantage here, right? Well, not if you're a Chargers fan. So this Chargers fan, he says, no, oh, it's, you know, sad that there's not going to be any fans in the stadium this year. So I'm just like, as soon as she told me that part of the story, I'm like, alley And she says, well, luckily the Chargers have uh, the most experience playing in an empty stadium. 
And I said, that's my girl right there. That's my wife, straight up, Chargers fan. So, yeah, she found one of the Infinity Stone Charger fans, one of six. You got to collect them all. Uh, definitely interesting. So shout out to the wife, man. Proud, proud husband moment. So we're going to take this quick break. And when we come back, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about training camp, um, go into a few things, Q&A. We'll see where this thing leads us. for the commercial area like i said earlier if you want some of the good promotional deals um, that i'm bringing to you with nfl sunday ticket if you want 50 percent off nfl sunday ticket i can't tell you here on youtube but you can go back and listen to the podcast and get the deal there um so i will say a few things that have been happening this week first was uh i guess hearing about michael kendricks right the former i guess that would be like longtime Minnesota Viking last year was a Seattle Seahawk. Then he tore his ACL, I think week 16 or week 17, like one of the last weeks of the season last year. Obviously, I guess he's fully recovered for the most part, but bringing him in now, testing the waters, um, I guess they were in negotiations, didn't come to an agreement, didn't happen. Um, I'd say, you know, maybe we are looking for some bodies at linebacker. Uh, I would still sit here and probably pound the table or some Will Compton. Can you give me some Will Compton here? Um, I think that's definitely something I would rather explore in that sense. Ending the season healthy, knowing the scheme, knowing Paul Gunther, um, being able to, you know, sub out. But Will Compton being the dude that he is, um, you know, just speculation, I'd imagine. Um, a guy like him going into a sea like a COVID season like this, something completely different. He could just wait. He could wait it out and and see what happens. I think he's you know probably been in talks with the Raiders, but uh, Raiders are in talks with a lot of players. So we just got to see how things play out. Uh, Michael Kendricks didn't work out. Love to see me some Will Compton, the silver and black again. Depends on how you know everything shakes out. But uh, for now, Michael Kendricks, no. Shout out, big shout out to our guy Darren Waller. Um, obviously, Hondo talked a lot about Darren Waller and you know his performance on the field. I want to give a shout out. And just say congrats on uh, three years of sobriety. That's huge. Absolutely huge. Obviously, I think that was, uh, he came out, you know, like a mid-round pick, um, had some upside, had some talent. Obviously, a physical freak was like a wide receiver. Now he's turned tight end. Uh, you can tell that's kind of his style of game, you know, one of the, one of the, the modern era tight ends. Um, but shout out to Darren Waller for the sobriety, man. That's That's been a big part, and I think a reason that he's pretty much a fan favorite. I mean, yeah, you put up numbers on Sunday, that's one thing, but, you know, you could even be, like, kind of mediocre and just, you know, just just be on the roster, and, and carrying that kind of weight, I think, would make him a fan favorite. So uh, for him to be above and beyond and, and take his talent to the next level, um, it's it's uh, it's amazing for Darren Waller. So shout out, man. Shout out to D-Wall and uh, all the projects in the future, man, for that for them beats. Tyrell Williams is back 100%, and that's cool. Um, I like 
I like having Tyrell Williams back because that's what we we're waiting on last year. It's crazy because last year, you know, we're talking about him having plantar fasciitis in the one foot. Little did we know at the end of the season, he had plantar fasciitis in both feet. So it was extremely limiting, obviously, for his game. Um, but him coming back 100%, I'm going to say, just because he's coming back 100%, he's got a talent sniffing at his heels and a guy that it, it, it would fit right in his spot, basically, um, to you know, kind of take over that position. He's got some competition there. Young guy, Brian Edwards. And everybody's talking about Brian Edwards. Literally everybody is talking about Brian Edwards. Um, Raider Bhatti coming in. Who has the second coolest Raiders podcast? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to go with Fallon Smith's keeping a 300. Fallon Smith's keeping a 300, I would say. In my opinion. I mean, I'll go ahead. I'll put myself as number one coolest podcast because I feel like I have to, right? I don't know. I'd put her there. I like Fallon. James Jones, shout out. Shout out to Blue Wire, right, as well. So um, getting that competition in there, and everybody's talking about Brian Edwards. I feel like he's sniffing at the heels. And had it not been for this COVID season, obviously it's nice to have Tyrell Williams around. But whenever you look at next year, like he's right at that edge of his contract where in 2021, if he's not on the roster, it's like $2 million in dead cap. Not much. Kind of the same on the other side of the ball with LaMarcus Joyner. Uh, We got two stiff competitions right there, wide receiver and corner, with Brian Edwards going at Tyro Williams and Amik Robertson hungry um, and looking at LaMarcus Joyner, in which John Gruden, I believe, called out, was it yesterday? I forget when it was. John Gruden kind of called out, not really called him out, but did say that, you know, the the nickel corner, that slot corner, that position that, that they paid LaMarcus Joyner to play should be, you know, the first or second should lead first or second in tackles um, on, the, on, the, on the defense. So for him to maybe be like seventh, I think, is how he finished off the season, not good. So that's kind of where I see this is like maybe John Gruden kind of called him out. Uh, didn't necessarily produce. Can Amik Robertson be that guy? I think so. Um, of course, you know, you just got to get in there and uh, see how – what kind of mentality they have, but I, I would say Meek Robertson definitely has that little bit of like a like a young bull mentality, like a lot of these young guys that we drafted. Uh, so the chat's going wild, guys. I'm gonna try and keep up with the chat here. I'm gonna go ahead and drop it in. If you guys have a question, drop it on in there. Josh Jacobs has a goal of 60 receptions this year. 60 and that's what really the only thing he was missing last year yeah you know the shoulder and and i think everyone tries to say the shoulder because he couldn't pick his hands up right to catch the ball i'm not sure that's the case because i don't know if they necessarily wanted him in there on passing downs because catching a pass is one thing um but picking up blocks and 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 if you're if you're nursing a a sore shoulder and don't want to you know rough it up um i would say you know you want to not have him out there just picking up blocks. Jalen Richard did a, a great job filling in his place. Jalen Richard, I think that's been his like expertise is picking up blitzes, picking up uh, you know like loose pass rushers. Um, been amazing. So I would say Josh Jacobs is a top three fantasy football pick this year, guys. Top three. I mean, as me as a Raider fan, I'm a little crazy, and I'm a guy that whenever I play fantasy football, and, and some people might harp on me, some people might say you're a homer, whatever. It's cool. I never start if I have, let's say, week one. Say I have Christian McCaffrey on my roster. I will bench Christian McCaffrey because he's playing the Raiders. I do this every – I don't draft Chargers, Chiefs, 
or Broncos. And if I do, I trade them off like immediately. I use them as trade bait. Like they got to be like at a good deal and I want to trade them off. I don't want, I don't want any of those guys on my roster. I don't want any of those guys on my roster. And then I'd never want to start guys um, that are, you know, basically playing against us. First question. I'll pick up slightly amused. Cody, do you think we need more left tackle depth? No. I mean, yeah, you could always use a good solid backup, but in my opinion, whenever it comes to things like that, like, no, I think we're good. Our offensive line is solid. Our offensive line is absolutely solid. And Colton Miller, for the most part, yeah, he went through those knee sprains, um, but he's been a stud to stay out there on the field and stay playing. Uh, last year, I think he took a big jump forward, staying healthy, and I expect him to take another big jump again uh, going into year three. So Colton Miller holding down, I think, left side just fine, um, and I'd love to see now kind of the same out of Trent Brown. Of course, you know, he just needs to stay on the field. Absolute stud. Get him out there 16 games. Right side's locked up. Colton Miller does his job. Left side's locked up, and we got the beast in the middle. I have no concerns really with anything on the offense like at all. I think I'm good on offense, 100%. I mean, the only thing I would sit here and maybe complain about is you can never have enough pass rushers, right? When you're looking at the offensive line, you're not rotating guys in and out. Defensive line, you're rotating guys in and out. So I'd like to see some more pass rushers getting in there. A few more topics, guys. So if you want to get in here, drop some questions uh, before I wrap the show up. Um, get after it. So i got a few more minutes here. I'm going to keep this thing going. Um, one thing I'm excited to hear about is Damon Arnett taking snaps with the first team defense. He's going opposite of Trayvon Mullen, something that you know we're you expect, you expect that out of a first round corner. No matter what, you expect that. You'd think you'd go out there and automatically be the starter. But like we all know, you know it's just a weird season, so you maybe you think like the signing of Prince Amukamara. Maybe he could be a guy that, you know, could start week 1 or week 2 um and let Damon get, you know, acclimated to the position. But obviously I think we seem pretty comfortable. Um, it's something that is kind of rare, I would say, uh, but it seems recently in the last couple of years, we've been pretty confident in our draft class and we start throwing these rookies out there, man, with some pretty big loads, especially, especially our early round guys. So I'm definitely interested to see, um, who all turns up here. I'll give a shout out real quick. Give a shout out. I don't know who's in the chat here. I'm hoping Grizz Turner and Lucille are in the chat because we talk about how amazing this fan base is, right? Well, here's two guys, Henry Ruggs, wearing, if you see our moderator in the chat, Grizz Turner or Grizz NFL. I don't know what he, I forget what his name is exactly here on, on YouTube. That's Grizz right there on, on, on Henry Ruggs. He's got, he's got a Grizz Turner t-shirt. And then over there, you got Max Crosby wearing a Lucille shirt. How freaking amazing is that, guys? Like, how many fan bases can say that the players are so amped up about their fans that they do stuff like this? So shout out, man. That's awesome. That's what that's what it's all. That's what it's about being being loyal, you know, to your team. And, and like I said, criticizing and stuff. Not saying that's not being loyal. Crit- Criticism is always fair. I'll criticize um, every single player. I mean, I, I we we could work on. We can talk about something that every single player needs to work on. I mean, honestly. I mean, Josh Jacobs knows, obviously, it's, it's his receptions. He was held back by injury. Okay. Derek Carr, I'd say it's taking more chances and, and getting better and taking more risks in the red zone. And I think he understands that, and he's going to get better. Tyrell Williams, his jump ball, his 50-50 ball, he can get better. Max Crosby, you know, it's hard to find something with Max Crosby because we know he was underdeveloped 
Um, but obviously that was something he needed to work on. He needed to bulk up. Criticism, that's fine. You can do this all day long. We can talk about it respectfully. Respectfully. But whenever it comes to bashing and getting personal shots and, and going after someone's character, that's where we have an issue. These guys, prime example. Be good to your players. Grizz Turner, man, has been on the, on the Henry Ruggs train before anybody. Henry Ruggs saw that. And he recognizes it, man. That's his buddy. Lucille, obviously, if you guys don't know the legend of Lucille coming out with the Max Crosby jersey, just fitting the vibe. So shout out, man, to Max Crosby, Henry Ruggs, showing some love to the fan base. That's why we do what we do. That's why we're so passionate. Fire us up. Get Raider Shields tattooed on your arms. We're going to keep buying your gear. We're going to buy your jerseys. We're going to, I mean, sell out stadiums whenever they let us back in. Um, so that's, that's uh, good stuff, guys. Some good stuff. I saw a question come through here. I think I lost it. Oh, how hot is Paul Gunther's seat? I would say pretty hot. But here's the thing is, is I've kind of been on this kick of for a while, just like everybody else. Rod Marinelli coming in kind of just like spells, you know, who knows what's going to happen next with Paul Gunther. I think it could be something better. And I think that this whole thing can turn into being something great as a duo. Um, I still kind of have that sense that Rod Marinelli is not just going to sit back and be you know, a defensive line coach, you know, to finish out his career. I think he could have his eyes on being a defensive coordinator again because he did well in Dallas. Um, That just all comes down to Paul Gunther. I think he could have the hottest seat on the team, um, in my opinion. But I have faith with the talent because looking back at how well the defense finished last year, in all honesty, we know we had a lot of injuries all across the board, all across the board. The offense started struggling late with injuries. The defense was struggling most of the season because their injuries started week one. So if we can get them back healthy with added talent, Paul Gunther and his scheme could really, I think, you know, open up. I think his playbook could really open up for us, and uh, we could have a lot coming with Paul, Pauly G. I think that's it, guys. I think we're going to wrap this thing up. A lot of people are still hating, I think, on my uh, AFC West deal soon while you guys are sitting here watching if you're watching this and you did not catch all of hondo's conversation with me you need to go back you need to listen that was the highlight of the show getting hondo on here was amazing um dude can just go he can ramble he and it's all all great information good stuff make sure you go back and listen to the full hondo carpenter interview you can watch it here on youtube again or you can go back i should have it on a podcast platform here in about an hour or so uh so Soon, I am happy to announce that we will be setting up live callers for our post-game shows. So when we, we go live, it's going to be, this is just, I'm just wrapping the tail end of the show up. No other, some serious Raiders content. When a Raider game ends on Sundays, jump on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, whatever, wherever you listen. And we're going to be live and we're going to be going through it. I'll have rotating guests, you know, we'll have, we'll have Kenny King in here. Of course we'll have Eddie Borsili. We'll have Hondo jumping in here. We'll have different guys, different contributors that are going to come in here. We're going to talk about the post game. We're going to, we're going to hit things while we're going to strike while the iron's hot and we're going to listen to you as well. We're going to have a chance. I'm going to have a hotline set up here to where the first half of the show, we're going to cover the, cover the game. The second half of the show, we're going to hear from the listeners. So we're going to sit down. We're going to take calls. And we're going to get to your guys' reactions and we're going to see what's going to happen. We're going to talk about what, however you guys felt about the game. Immediate reaction. Within an hour after the game, you, you guys will have a chance to be on the phone chatting with me and maybe whoever else is on with me. 
and we will talk about the game and get fired up, get frustrated, um, and see where that takes us. Pre-game shows. The only time I'll probably do a pre-game show is if we're in Vegas. That'll be the only time I do a pre-game show, and I don't know if that's going to happen, other than maybe the home opener. Something. We'll see. Pre-game shows are kind of hard. I like to do a post-game because you can go back and watch it the rest of the week. So, shout-out to everybody in the chat. Shout-out to everybody. I saw you, um, Eddie Sonjoku. If you see Sonjoku in the chat, make sure you subscribe to his YouTube channel. I just found out today that he has a, his own live stream talking about the Raiders. Subscribe to Sonjoku. Um, Eddie Munoz, shout-out everybody that's been um, active in the chat over and over again. We'll be doing this again. I'm out of town next Saturday. Maybe I'll try and put together a video pre-recorded or something, put it out next Saturday night for you guys while I'm out of town. We'll see. We'll do something otherwise every other Saturday night, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you here until we do some post games, and we'll have some midweek stuff during the season here in, you know, four weeks. So, Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. Shout out to Hondo Deadeye Carpenter, and we will see you guys next week. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and prop bets to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, BetOnline sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit BetOnline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online. Your online wagering experts.